waka 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 pew 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 bloink 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 fatality bam 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 Wow, that was a cacophony of <laughs> video game sounds there. That's impressive. Well, I, you know, John, we've talked about classic video games, and all those I felt like kind of were the, the classics. You know, you know, Pac Man and Fatality. That was Mortal, Mortal Kombat. Kombat. Okay, yeah. Mortal Kombat, and then you know, Shadow of the Mario. The de- I'm going to say death to those old classics. Let's not talk about the old classics because those are classics for a reason. Today we're going to be talking about. What video games we've liked, like, I don't know, recently? What are the genres we like? What is it about video games that's not just nostalgia-based? Yeah, I mean? absolutely, like, yeah. You know, uh, Mario Brothers. It's hard to say, like, oh, you know, Mario Brothers 1 or Mario Brothers 3. You know, I, I think everybody kind of in- enjoyed those. I don't think people, like, hated them. Um, but those are because they're classics. Mm-hmm. Like, sh- what is it that you like about games? Are you... Do you like a certain type or do you like, you know, more open world or do you like, you know, scary games or do you hate certain games? You know, that's, that's, that's yeah, yeah, no. And I think the thing about those older games is they kind of, they're, they're the building blocks that brought us to where we're at today. And you're not trying to take anything away from them, but games really, ha- and there's a lot of good things about those old games. I, I think in a lot of ways there, yeah. there's maybe in, to some degrees, uh, more skill necessary with those older games because, uh, because of the uh, the limits that the hardware uh, presented, like where you had to finish a Nintendo game as fast as you could because you don't know when the cartridge was going to stop working. Oh yeah, but, but and 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 now we can you know consistently play a game for hours and hours and days and days on, on end without having to worry about that happening. My, uh, you could get mad and turn off <clears throat> my console. The power could go out. I could rage quit. And throw my controller through the TV and come back two weeks later with a brand new TV and it still saved where I was. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. There's like not that element of it. And I think maybe they're getting back to some of those old elements because I know that a lot of new games will have like a permadeath mode. Like you just get like super yeah. hard mode and you only get one death and you have to start over. And that's, um, you know, some of those old games, uh, like they were primitive. Mm-hmm. So there was patterns, and there were only certain elements that they could do. There were exploits. There were bugs uh, yeah, in the Yeah, there were just some yeah. things you could yeah. do. With a lot of these new games, I mean, because they're not 2D, because they're not limited by memory and space oftentimes, I think that the permadeath modes are way harder than what an old game would be. Because even though you can't save and those types of things, like the game might be eight hours long. <laughs> and because of all the variables, you don't know what might screw you up whereas the old games you're like this one part either i get it or i don't yeah well and, the, and the, there's also the element now too where the vast majority of games are multiplayer or online games where yeah. if you die and you do that permadeath where like you start back at zero mm-hmm. you're so much farther behind those those characters that didn't those players that didn't die yeah. Or didn't start over. So, sure. I mean, there, there's an added element of difficulty there. But, uh, you know, I, in terms of, like, genres of games that I really like now, it really kind of depends on how I'm feeling in a given moment. I, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of first-person shooters. Uh, maybe it's because... Uh, I'm not either. Maybe it's because I've never really spent a lot of time playing them. But um, I, I'm, I've always been, like, a big RPG guy. Uh, I... I really got into MMOs a couple years ago, where where I played several of those. Uh, you know, World of Warcraft was one that I I devoted quite a bit of time to. Um, I could uh, never do those yeah. because I know I would ruin my life. <laughs> like I I don't have self control. Yeah. yeah, 
the closest I've come is recently I've been playing um, Ark uh, Survival Evolved. It's like this basically dinosaur game. You can tame dinosaurs okay, yeah, and yeah, ride yeah, them and all yeah. this stuff. And uh, I tend to play with a couple friends, and we just have a small server, like maximum 10 people. And I think there's like three of us, four of us that play. And so it's very small at this time. But I can just lose myself in that for hours. And you can have servers where you can have hundreds of people. But, like, I can just collect resources and, you know, hit a tree with an axe for See, I'm not days. familiar with that one. Oh, it's phenomenal. I'll have to show you a piece of yeah. it. But it's just one of those things that is so mind-numbing, but it's also so relaxing. Again, I can collect resources over and over and over and over. And it's like I'm accomplishing nothing in my life, but it's kind of relaxing and soothing. It's almost yeah. listening to a, a soothing song as you go to bed. Like I can just play this game and, and it and it kind of has that. But I can devote my life to it. And I feel like I'm I'm like waiting for the next time I can play. And if I ever got into like a World of Warcraft or something. Oh, when I was when over. I was really deep into WoW, it was uh like a second job. Like I would go to work for oh, eight hours yeah. and then I'm like playing WoW for eight eight to ten hours. And and uh, you know, <laughs> There, there was a a lot of time. I mean, there were times like where my friends were going out, like in the real world. And I was like, ah, oh, nope, can't go. I got a oh, raid. God, busy. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's there is there's an element, but but there was a lot of really cool relationships that I developed through playing that game, like you know, friendships that I developed online and stuff. But uh, and, and since then, like since I stopped playing, um, like I don't talk to those people anymore. But I, I do kind of miss them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you never met them in the real world, but like there were people that you spent a lot of time with. Well, I I have a you know the the friends that I'm playing th- this arc with are, are people that live across the country that I I grew I knew I met in high school or college yeah, or yeah. I grew up with, and so I'm able to kind of reconnect with them in a way that I otherwise couldn't. So I I think a lot of times games can can bring people together in a in a different way that way. I mean, you can interact with people and have a voice chat. You can sit on a voice chat for eight hours playing a game and intermittently talk about issues or events of the day. How long, how often do you have a phone call over a minute and a half or are upset because it could have been a text? Yeah, <laughs> do you know, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. just, it, I, so I think the, the opportunities for communication with games are almost more engaging than any, of the other communication mechanisms we have. Well, and games are like, you know, whether it be a board game or a video game, especially how video games have evolved. Mm -hmm. They're great social tools. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think in a lot of ways, uh, that's something that gets lost in the, you know, there's people like that, that are like, uh, you're weird. You play video games, you know, like they don't really understand it, but they don't understand that, uh, there's a fulfillment that you get through the social aspect of the game that you might not be getting in other aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. I I get I think anything with game in it is positive. Board game, video game, mind game, I'll play them all. <laughs> A mind hey, game. That's I'll positive. Play mind huh? games. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you go back to our superpowers episode, we all know that uh, Josh is all about mind games yeah, and controlling that's true. people I'm and manipulating kind of them. Nefarious. Now, I, I uh, the big series that come to mind for me are like uh, Metal Gear Solid, God of War, uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto, Shadow of the Colossus. I mean, those are my kind of games. And I think one thing about most of them is they're pretty carefree and they're not as necessarily skills-based. Um, th- there, there's a game out there, uh, Player Unknown's Battlegrounds, PUBG. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of this massive battle royale, drops a hundred people on the map, they all fight to the death, the last player standing wins. There's also a game that started out as a like a different kind of game, and then they kind of almost ripped off PUBG in a way, and it's called Fortnite. And mm-hmm. yeah. it's a little bit more cartoony, it's not as polished, it's not as good as far as the aiming shooting and this and that you have weird elements you can build stuff like on the fly platforms and stuff that's not something you can do in real life PUBG is more grounded Fortnite is a little bit more cartoony Mm -hmm. i gravitate towards Fortnite because i'm not a hardcore first person shooter i'm not very good i'm not you know concentrating on my reflex abilities and whether or not i can 360 no scope headshot guy yeah yeah, yeah. I, i don't get into that and so for me, I love Fortnite because it's a little bit more silly and kind of fun. And a lot of people hate it because it's not as hardcore. And so I gravitate towards the games that are not going to stress me out. A little more casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah I just yeah. want to play and have fun. I don't want to be stressed. Um, I don't get into a lot of the horror games because of that, too. It's not that I'm easily scared, but they have jump scares. And a lot of times it's tense. You're going to die every five seconds mm-hmm. or you're going to lose your progress and have to start over. Well, that's not fun for me like i just don't get enjoyment out of that i get enjoyment of just just kind of mindlessly wandering and exploring yeah. i yeah. like games with big open worlds uh, uh, because of that and I'm, I'm a big open world guy too and, and that's one of the things that i, I kind of you know growing up i loved playing like the the legend of zelda games yeah. and uh, those aren't super open world but they're still like games that you can wander around and you know, yep. you don't have to follow the storyline to to a T. I mean, you can kind of do these side quests here and there, and um, I, I think that was one of the things that about RPGs that I love so much, and I, I still to this day is that you can kind of make the character your own. You can play the game the way you want to play it. You can build build the character the way you want to build the character, and uh, I don't know, maybe I maybe I just like like that nonconformity element of RPGs to where like you can kind of play it at your own pace and and how you want to play it. Yeah, I like that too. I, I kind of like games, this new, uh, I, I don't even know what genre. There's there's a, a survival, basically, element to it. But a lot of it is about crafting and harvesting resources. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I don't know the genre. I can't see you, I tip mean, my tongue. You, like, had you played World of Warcraft... It would have destroyed your life. It probably would have. Because, I I mean, there are the RPG elements. There's the open world elements. There's the crafting elements. There's the the farming element to it. I mean, World of Warcraft, the reason it it blew up the way it did, I think, was because it it had – it combined all those things that people loved about this game or that game, and they put it all Mm -hmm, in one mm -hmm. game. Yeah. Well, it's almost like – I mean, I think the Elder Scrolls or Bethesda in general with Fallout and – uh, Skyrim and those kind of things. They they do a good job with that open world, but again, allowing you to pick and be flexible with how you want to play in your characters. Uh, these survival games I play, uh, Seven Days to Die, Ark, uh, Don't Starve, um, you know, there's a variety of them. Uh, Ark, I mean, you're basically trying not to die, and you just collect elements and resources, you become more powerful, and you kind of build. I like building. I remember being fond when I was growing up of The Sims, and I got away from that because it was kind of, I don't know, it just wasn't that great of a uh-huh. game. But I enjoyed that building my own home yeah, and then yeah, having yeah. that element. And these games, it's almost like Minecraft. Uh, you know, you just have so much flexibility with building and you can get really creative. And again, it's a little bit more casual. And I kind of like that. Yeah, well, and, and maybe this is one of the reasons that uh, I just lost my train of thought there. 
And well, I, I hey, don't know what I was going to say. This is a this is an element <laughs> where I can evoke the great Chris Farley. He was a Saturday Night Live sketch, and he said, D- D- "Trains, you when they were handing out brains, you thought they said tr- trains, and you got on one and you left or something." <laughs> <laughs> he had one of those like I'm like what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like playing the stupid girl. Uh, no, no, but I, I great I, segue, I, a good cover, good fantastic. Cover. Yeah, well done. <laughs> I, I I do think that there there are, there is like those, those creative elements, but I would I would totally play, and maybe this game exists, and I just don't I'm not unaware of it. But like Call of Duty, like a first person shooter, I would totally play a game where I could be like a wizard and like shoot lightning bolts or like have like magical elements. Well, that's Skyrim, basically. Well, no, no, but like in, in a PvP type of thing where like you're oh, okay. logging yeah, in and sure, playing yeah. against other players. Maybe I'm thinking like maybe I, I could summon a rock troll to uh, to, to attack these other characters. I think maybe stuff. the closest is like a Battlefront, and I don't yeah, play yeah. Star Wars, but I think there's more power driven stuff there. Um, yeah, you got like the force pushes and stuff. And are you yeah. familiar with Wolfenstein? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never played Wolfenstein. Never even really heard of Wolfenstein. Like I knew Doom, like the old yeah, 3D oh, games. Yeah. Like yeah. I didn't realize Wolfenstein existed. And I, uh, a friend told me that Wolfenstein Two was good. And I didn't play Wolfenstein One. I didn't play the original Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. So I bought Wolfenstein Two like a Black Friday uh, special, and I've been playing it. I thought it's kind of fun, and I had it sitting on the floor. And uh, my girlfriend, Sarah, who hates video games, she does not, like, she thinks they're stupid and they're senseless. She doesn't play video games. She doesn't have motor skills when it comes to video games. She doesn't like anything about video games. She's like, shut the front door, Wolfenstein? I played that all the time when I was kind of like, what? (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah. It came out of nowhere. And And I think that games are a little bit of something for everybody. If you can find the niche that you like and yeah. you can find the, it, it's a way to come together. Um, I, I recall a friend of mine, the first game I ever borrowed from somebody was Metal Gear Solid. Okay. And I recall, I, I, we were never like destitute, but we yeah. were rich, you know, growing up. And yeah. I recall going to Walmart and they'd have the little preview. You could play like a yeah, yeah, 10 yeah, minutes yeah, of a game or yeah. something. And I try to remember seeing Metal Gear, but never really playing it. And he kind of introduced it to me, and I thought it was such a clever game. Yeah. It oh, had, yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, elements that use the technology, you know, set down your controller, and the guy controls it with its mind, and it vibrates across your floor. And you're like, oh, boy, that's neat. Yeah. You know, it was clever in that way. It was, you know, kind of cutting edge. And, and I think that's what people start looking for in games is what's the new thing? What's different? Well, and that was the thing that, like, Nintendo did, like, mm-hmm. 10 years ago that just, like, blew up the world, and that was with the Wii. Oh, with cute. the motion, with the motion controllers yeah. and stuff, and and like you kind of wonder why it took so long because they had the like the power glove back in the eighties, yeah. and and there were so many fits and starts on like motion technology, and it was like Nintendo finally figured out how to do it, and then all of a sudden everybody had these motion technology mm-hmm. controllers and stuff, and and now that's kind of died off, but you you kind of wonder what is going to be that next thing, and um, maybe VR is the next thing. Yeah, um, uh, but but that's another thing that was like kind of around in the eighties. Yeah, well, I mean, it was kind of one of those things that that was going to be the next thing. I recall being at a, a like a mall where there was like an arcade, and I don't know where it was, but they had this VR station, and they kind of hooked you into this grid, and they put the goggles, and you'd walk around, and I was like, oh, this is kind of neat, and you turn your head, and you'd see, and this was, you know, fifteen years ago, yeah, twenty yeah. years ago, and. I mean, it was kind of cool, but it wasn't very refined, but it was cool at the time, kind of like, 
you know, the old movies where a guy in an ape, ape costume was like, <gasps> yeah. it's a real ape, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. people were naive, I guess. Um, but VR, the things I've struggled with is the, the motion of like having to like point and click and teleport yeah. to another location. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, that's stupid. It kind of takes you out. It kind of takes you out of the, the uh, out yeah, of the I, illusion. I sure think that would be terrible. Yeah. But uh, Skyrim, I guess, doesn't have that. You can control it with the sticks or uh, you can press a button, I think, to do it. I think it interferes a oh, little with bit. Oh, Skyrim VR, yeah. Yeah, okay. so if you're going to dual yeah. wield or something, I think it has problems. Uh-huh. But I saw a company, I'm trying to think, maybe five, ten years ago or something. No, it wasn't five, ten years. Let's say five years ago. And they had this, um, like, beveled base with, like, these things. And you would put yourself in. You wear socks and you could literally run in place because there was no friction on the surface okay. and you had socks on. And you could just run in place and run really in the game. See, 360 degrees, you could turn any direction, you could run for a mile, and you'd never mess up a cord, you'd never see, pull anything See, and that's like exciting wall. to me because, okay. I, you know, and I asked you this earlier today, so I already know the answer, but have you read the book Ready Player One? That movie's coming out in March. It's a Steven Spielberg movie. I think it, it's going to be huge. But it's basically about like this world that in 2045 where everybody basically lives in this virtual world where they, they plug in. and That's yeah. where they go to school. That's, you know, that's where they, they play these games. And they can explore a virtual universe. And people like basically just start living there because it's more interesting and more, more exciting than their everyday life. But uh, it's like to me like – I would I, – I think I, that would be, like, appealing to me to, to, like, such an immersive experience that, you know, I could wave my hand and I could throw a lightning bolt because, I you know, I, I, I waved my hand. Mm-hmm. You know, like, to me, that, that, that'd that be really cool. And, and if they ever do figure that out mm-hmm. where, you know, I, I can do 360 control. And, and, I mean, think about what that would do for people's, like, fitness levels yeah. and, and, oh, and health. Oh, gosh. I would be ripped. Uh, exactly, yeah. I would yeah. be playing ch- – like I said, those gather games, I'd be swinging that axe all day long. Like, yeah, just I'd be I'd be beat. I'd be able to play for about an hour, and I would yeah. be exhausted. Yeah, and I think that would also be good because I think if you were active in a game and you got tired of the game, uh, you know that would be probably a good thing because yeah, yeah. you limit the amount of time you're spending, and you're also being active while you're doing it. See, see, but that's another thing about Ready Player One is like they live in the world almost completely like they're watching TV in there. They're reading books and stuff in there. And it's just like it takes over their life. And, and that's kind of – I would be worried if, if if it became like Second Life VR. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I concur. I agree with everything you say, especially the parts between when you started and when you ended. Oh, okay. <laughs> Because yeah, you were because you, you were paying so such well, close this attention. This is a great technique that I've learned: smile and nod, and it just you kind of go with it. I mean, John, you're here so that I don't have to talk the full time. Okay, <laughs> okay that's all why right. you exist. All right. <laughs> what else? You're a great partner in. Uh, I the appreciate whole podcasting that. Yeah. World, but, uh, you have many differing opinions. I don't agree with, but I still think you're not a terrible person. How did we get derailed? So I don't know. Video games, I, and all of a sudden. Yeah, All okay, of a sudden, I'm not a terrible person. Yeah. So do you, like, I, I mean, the kinds of video games that you you like, like, I mean, do you like more of the open world stuff or do you like more of the kind of story-driven eight-hour to ten-hour game done? Oh, see, I, no. I, like, if a game takes me eight to ten hours to beat, why did I spend money on it? Yeah. And, and that, that's... Which, 
you know, to me, eight, I feel like I'm, I've been robbed. Hours of content. I mean, that's not much for sixty bucks. I mean, you can't see that many movie. You know, eight to ten. Yeah, that's hours true. Of but like, 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 but a, comparatively, like a Legend of Zelda yeah, game, you can't beat in yeah, less than yeah, twenty yeah, hours. Yeah. You know, it, like yep. there's games that, uh, like, and there's a reason that those games are popular and that they've that that. That uh, franchise has lasted as long as they are is because they're quality. They have good story. They've got good gameplay, but then they've also got these open world elements that uh, there's something that uh, kind of uh, prevents you from being able to put it down without finishing it. It's yeah, because it, it, it does it pulls you into the world in such a way that you want to be able to finish it. And you want to be able to do it. And, and I know that like there's speed runs where you know once you've beaten it like it, it's a lot easier and, and things like that. But and you know what to do. You know you know how to solve the puzzles and things like that. But I, I you know I, I really love the open world games. But story is really important to me. Like I, I, if a game doesn't have like a, a good story, but then you can have situations where the cutscenes get way too long. Yeah, I think that I think it depends on the genre. Because like Metal Gear, which I love, uh-huh. they were known for having absurdly long cutscenes, mm-hmm. and a lot of people hated it. And I liked it. It was like watching an interactive movie. I yeah. it was okay. Something like Skyrim, I honestly don't know characters' names, and I skip right over until yeah. I get to the. I don't listen to yeah, any of the story. That's true. Yeah, I yeah. just I'm yeah. really dedicated the first hour. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna actually listen to this. Yeah. And, but there is so much. I don't even know why they make it because they like, like you'll yeah they have they the have voice like, actors and well, like and like there'll be like a thousand different books in the game that you could pick up and all of them are like twenty page books yeah, that they've yeah. written by Who's, hand yeah like why I'm not gonna read a twenty page book in a video game <laughs> you know what I mean I'm not gonna yeah. cozy up and be like yeah. oh, let me the, the, the one element in Skyrim that I do kind of like is that you can you can. Sure. Like walk away from the person, they'll keep talking, so you can still kind of yeah, get yeah. a little bit of the story. Sure. Yeah. Um, but what I mean by like the cutscenes that are too long is when you play the game for forty seconds and there's yeah. a two minute and forty second. See, that's more Metal Gear. <laughs> and, then, and then and then you play for fifty seconds and there's a three minute cutscene. Yeah, yeah. And to me, yeah, that's an interactive movie and that's cool. But um, I'm 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 trying to play a game here and like yeah. you're getting in my way. And and see, I think with, with the with the first Metal Gear game, it was it was kind of um, cutscenes, FMV sequences were really a big deal because the oh yeah, yeah. they those were the best graphics. Mm-hmm. You had these great movie sequences that were almost like lifelike, or even like the original Resident Evil had real actors yes. in, in movies, and then they'd cut to like you know pivoting in place ninety degrees before you could walk forward. It was just ridiculous, and so those were where you just sold the game. The 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 first uh, really good system I ever got was the PlayStation. Mm. And it was a long uh, oh, while yeah, yeah, after yeah. it originally came out because, again, we, I just didn't get the newest and the best yeah. stuff all the time. Because uh, it was like, uh, you know, you had to be cautious of the, that kind of stuff financially. And I remember getting Parasite Eve. I don't know if you ever played that Oh, game. yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Parasite yeah. Eve. The cut sequences were phenomenal. Well, and, and the that game was the, itself was like trying to like graphics like, but because oh, dur- during that time period it was N sixty four and PlayStation, yeah, and those were the two big ones, and, and uh, um, that was the thing that PlayStation had over the N sixty four was the graphics oh, and the quality sure. of the cutscenes. Uh, yeah, they were uh, phenomenal, and even now some of those hold up not terribly, and they're kind of cool looking even yeah. now. It's just. Because yeah. it was all 3D rendered stuff. They're a little polygonish, and and, and sure. like the graphics aren't as sharp, but like that. that well, <laughs> literally they're sharp because the edges are pointy and things like that. But 
that brought me back to uh, you never mess with a Sicilian when death is on the line. <laughs> uh, very Princess no, but uh, th- that uh, Princess Bride, the game. Where is that? That's a good question. That's a very did they good have, question. Did they even have like yes. an old NES game or anything? See, that and, I don't know about. <laughs> and that's a, like a, a cool element of. Uh, I keep going back to this, but Ready Player One, like in that universe, they have where you can reenact movies. Like that's part of the that's okay. part of the, uh, the the simulation is you can reenact movies, but um, yeah, I mean, Princess Bride the game. You're right. Where is that? Oh, I. Why has looking, that never been made? I bet I, there, I bet there was an I'm old looking, Nintendo game back in the day or I'm something like that. At this article, it's titled "I played the new Princess Bride video game, so you wouldn't have to." <laughs> what year is that from? Hey, I, 2015. So I don't know. And I also seen that there's a Game Boy game, maybe. Uh, was that created by a Reddit oh, this user? Was a, this is a mobile-based game. Oh, okay. So that's not a good one. But then it kind of looks like uh, there was a Princess Bride PC game that kind of looks like a knockoff. It, but, it, I mean, it has the Sicilian drinking the Iacane powder. I mean, that's the little preview image right. I see. So it looks like it's kind of legit. It's $2.99. Uh, You're tempted to buy it. No, I'm not. But gosh, that would be a cool yes, adventure it would be. game. Yeah, let's make you it have a lot of side quests. It could be it could be open world. Oh yeah, yeah. I I kind of I love open world, but I'm kind of getting frustrated with open world. So Grand Theft Auto, open world, great. Yeah, absolutely. Loved yeah, those fabulous. games are awesome. And one of the biggest things, and I get excited about this, where they're like the map is 10 times bigger than Skyrim. The map yeah, is 100 yeah. times bigger than the real world. If you walk from one corner, it'll be in 100 days. Like, And you get like, yes, it's going to go so fast. I'm playing Assassin's Creed Origins. Again, another one of those uh, like holiday buys after the fact kind of thing. And it's too big. It is too big. I have literally played for hours and hours. You can't hours find everything, yeah. Well, no, no. I played for hours and hours and hours, and I've uncovered like... I don't know, four of the 50 squares that you can uncover on the map or regions. See, and like, like to me... It's like, a chore. Like, uh, San, uh, to me, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas oh, was the best one of, yeah, the, of the entire franchise. Jetpacks, uh, I, I, like, that was when they really kind of took it to, to the next level, I feel like. But the really cool thing was how you could, like, take over the neighborhoods in that game. Yeah, and then you could collect like sure. like you you basically get revenue from the the sure. neighborhoods that you took over, and uh, that to me that was like one of the coolest things. And now like in a game, it sounds like Assassin's Creed Origin, the the world would be way too big to be able to manage that. Yeah, it's 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 too overwhelming. Where I just I'm a completionist too, so I'm like, oh, I'm gonna complete this game. I don't even, like. I'm at the point right now where I don't even want to keep going because I'm like, I'll just never get there. It's like a Sisyphean task. Never, yeah, it's too big of a yeah. task. I, it, it's like an episode of Hoarders. Yeah. Like I always think, how do these people get to this point? But I'm like, it's almost you don't realize it's a frog in a pond. You know, it's a slow. Well, boil. now you have that. Now, that and how do you clean it up? Where do you start? Yeah, well, and, and now you have the added element of downloadable content. Oh, where I mean, you you, you could get eighty percent of the way, yeah, yeah, eighty percent of the way, and all of a sudden they no, drop an expansion and it adds another yeah. I, map. I just can't. I, so I'm just on the fence because I want it to be big and open world. I want to get to my bang for my buck, but do I want to have to play it five thousand hours and then not even a hundred percent it? Like then you got to go back and get collectibles, and then this opened up because you did this, and now you got a new skill. 
like I, I kind of struggle with that with some games where let's say they have a base map, but certain areas are only accessible after you've Once, gotten a certain. Uh, yeah, item. see, and that that's something I I've always struggled with with the <sighs> Zelda games like is uh, so I need the hook yeah. shot um, to be able to get over this gate, but I it looks like I should just be able to jump around yeah. it yeah. why can't i just do that and then you got to come back to the same area yeah. again and i'm like there's a balance if you're able to make the game 50 biggers 50, uh, 50, times. 50 times bigger than it needs to be but then you've got another game that is like a fifth the size that it should be and you reuse the same areas isn't there a happy medium yeah <laughs> exactly. you not reuse the areas yes. but then also not make it so grandiose that i can never complete it uh-huh we're kind of a lot of complainers here. We are. Are you a are you a console PC guy? Do you have a certain console you favor? Your fan? Uh, well, I've always been a huge like Nintendo guy, but now I have, you know, I, I kind of go out of the go, go out of my way to like get all of them. I don't I don't have a a Switch yet, but Not I do sure. have a I do have a Wii U, a Xbox One, and a PS4. And you know, obviously, I, I played WoW, so I was a. Uh, Oaksha, PC gamer at one point, but uh, and I and I have a great, awesome gaming PC, but I I, I don't use it for that anymore. So. See, I I prefer controllers to keyboards. I don't know why. I just kind of I kind of like yeah, to yeah, sit yeah. back oh, yeah. and relax. Yeah, yeah. And there are certain games, even like that art game, it would be better with a keyboard because there's so much to do and yeah. so many things. It's it's a little harder with a controller. But I remember I didn't have a Nintendo 64. I didn't have a Sega Genesis. I had PlayStation One, and so I was kind of a PlayStation fanboy. Yeah. PlayStation 2 came out, and I'm like, oh, yeah, PlayStation 2 is the like, best thing ever. Yeah. And then PlayStation 3 and Xbox um, 360, I was like, oh, yeah, PS3. And I thought Xbox 360 knocked it out of the park. Like, I... They, they did have the best, like, first-party games. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Well, they also had the better chat system. The online yeah. was so much better. Like, you could actually connect and play with people. And I recall... Getting both being such a PS or a PlayStation Sony fanboy that I thought, wow, I'm not gonna even care about the 360. Got the 360, and towards the end, that's all I played. Except I think the newest God of War came out on PS3, mm-hmm. like at the very mm-hmm. end of the life cycle. And I'm like, oh, so I switched back, but it just wasn't very good. Now, for me, I think that the PS4 is kind of winning out over Xbox, even though. They've got the new powerful one that's more powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of think that they just don't have a lot of content. I've I haven't had a Nintendo since. Super well, that Nintendo. that's the thing that has killed I had a GameCube. That's the thing that has kind of killed Nintendo is that they've had they have great first party content. They have great like uh, uh, you know Mario, Zelda, uh, Metroid, um, you know their characters. But in terms of like third party support, Nintendo really hasn't had it for the last their last couple systems. Like they they get yeah. ports of games. They get like yeah. games that have already been on Xbox or PS or PlayStation, and, and so like. You don't have a lot of like original content on on the, the, the Nintendo systems that like get, makes gives you a reason to buy it outside I, of those Nintendo characters. I think developers are gonna take advantage of the portability of the Switch. Yeah, so they're yeah. gonna kind of capitalize upon that and say, you know, if you're gonna buy this game, do you want to also play it on the toilet? See, but Here, that's what the that's <laughs> what the Wii U should have been. Yeah, like like the Wii U was it was like such a weird yeah. console because it was like was well it, well but the Wii U was like. It was like it was trying to be the switch before they had perfected the technology. They, they it's like the, the bridge, gun. yeah, yeah. They should they should just bide their time. But then again, you live and learn. You learn from your mistakes, mm-hmm. and that was just probably one of them. It wasn't a total mistake, but it was different. 
I, I never got, I had a Nintendo 64 because uh, Metal Gear came out with better graphics and 3D and you could only get it on GameCube. Uh-huh. So I bought a GameCube for that. Super Mario Brothers Melee and Wind Waker came with it. They just came with it. And then that's all I played. I would just, yeah. I just played those and I was like put it in the corner. But I haven't had a Nintendo since. I just, there's not enough on it for me. I understand. I guess. But. John, uh, I mean, we could talk all night about this, but I say let's end this stupid podcast thing. Let's go play some games. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you next time on Pop Culture Problem.